millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Episode 4. From the vault! I don't know what that's we supposed to be. We should do like a like an opening of a vault, like metal. I don't think either of us are gifted enough to do that. So I would say I'd go find a sound and then go back and put it you in, won't. but I'm not. Yo, this is reality gaze from the vault. This is season one of Love Is Blind, the 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 unique, the original, the one that started it all, the one that made everyone hate Jessica. <laughs> Until yes. after the altar. I loved her drunk dog, which yeah. we'll get to. Um, we are going to be, we're putting this out because we just are so excited about season three. Uh, all we can say is that Netflix has been very gracious to give us a sneak peek, and it is- We love it! Very good. Um, so we're very excited on October 19th when that drops. We'll be dropping our episodes on October 20th at 12.01 a.m. of what's been dropped. But until the 19th, you're going to get a little advent calendar. You're going to reach in every, and every get a day. little piece of chocolate. Ooh. Or ooh, little, 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 little line yap for you. Just a tip here. Yeah. A tip there. A tip there in the 19th. Balls deep. <laughs> so every, uh, every day from October 9th, 9th on till till Love is Blind Day. Yes. October 19th. You're going to get an episode, an old episode of Love is Blind. You are. New to you. New to you. So in this episode of, of old school episode, the From the Vault of episode four, this is, uh, again, ignore the Crowdcast talk. But, um... <laughs> Sorry. We really, <laughs> you'd think we were, spo- we were, they were sponsoring we us. We went really hard for Discord. Too. We were, sh- we didn't shut the fuck up. We were wrong. So this is where they're going to Cancun and they're all, it starts off where they have individual dates. Uh, and then they start to meet each other later. However, we didn't get a lot of that in this episode. That's more in episode five. I oh, wow. We haven't listened to that yet. Didn't get a ton of it. So I'm mainly pointing out some, we get Amber and Barnett, they go on a date and it's the most boring date ever. This is where they have a date, and they just talk about photosynthesis of plants. I remember That's that. That's what they talked about. She's like, what is that? That sounds like a cool club. Let's go. Also, in this episode, Poodle and I take a stance on couples massages. <laughs> what we think about them. Guess what we think of them. Guess what they think. Also, in um, things where we were wrong, we said, we said Damien has, which this is true. You said very emphatically, Damien has the biggest dick of anyone on the show. Yeah. And we both agreed that he knows how to use it. We were wrong. We were wrong because as you don't, if you know, this is addressed actually as a plot point. Yes. In the show. 
Also, I think he finishes quick. That's probably the issue. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Also, this is where I just want to say, this is where Cameron says, describes that waking up with Lauren is like waking up from a dream to another dream. <laughs> so much. Okay. Now, some things that they did- are our royalty. They are. We do have a. There's a lot of talk about Mark and Jessica together. We talk a lot about them. The so fact good. they have zero chemistry. Yeah, and they yeah. haven't had sex yet. She's with all. So we talk a lot about that. Um, some things to look out for. Um, <laughs> one cautionary thing: Poodle ruins Susan Boyle. So just. <laughs> oh yes, I remember that. Just want to let know that if you like her, you might want to skip that part. <laughs> Carl's wife loves Susan Boyle. Uh, I ruined that for her. Poodle also discusses about how Cameron shaves his pubes. Oh yeah, because he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it. Um, yeah. God, that's like I'm obsessed with pubes. <laughs> you are. It's like the third episode straight. You are. I need to shut up. Also, it's I think discussed for the first time. What superlatives did I win in middle school? <laughs> <laughs> I, I could have guessed these um, Also we find out Poodle's favorite words For a date to say to him Oh Do you remember what that is? Um, I'll pick up the check Close But no <laughs> um, Also We also ask the question That never really gets answered So maybe you know What is Rite Aid called in Cancun? <laughs> <laughs> All, lastly, uh, not lastly, but um, Rit-te-aid. Uh, that's a little bit better Rit-te-aid. than what we said. Also, what is trumpet cunnilingus? I still don't know. We're going to find out in this episode what trumpet cunnilingus <laughs> is. Or cunnilingus from a trumpet player. Oh, um, that. Oh, I did talk about described that. Described in detail. Um, also, last but not least. Our hate for Carlton begins. This is, and again, y'all, if you haven't watched the episode before you listen to this, I have to say, watch it, because this is where uh, Diamond utters the, I guess, terrible word to Carlton of bisexual. Right. And he flips the fuck out. This is where this show became, went from good to amazing. This this was the episode. Yeah, this was the episode. So, all right, everybody, enjoy episode four uh, from the vault. You started off good, <laughs> and then it was you almost... sound like a narwhal. <laughs> narwhal, right. whatever. <laughs> Yo, your voice is cracking, <laughs> cracking like oh. a, like a, oh. like a horny twelve-year-old who got caught with his middle school buddy in the middle of an okra field. Ooh. Substitute okra for a peach uh, orchard. That, I've had that story. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm sure many people have it's a sampled. a lovely summer afternoon. Yeah, your peach has been sampled many a times. Maybe. Love is blind. Love is blind. Love is blind. It's 90 Day Days presenting. Love is blind. Y'all. Yo, this is 90 Day Gays presents Love is Blind. Love is Blind. Love is Blind. Oh. I hope y'all enjoyed the theme song. Because <laughs> I just forgot about that. <laughs> we haven't done it yet. <laughs> I got to do that. <laughs> By Another tomorrow thing. night. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
We'll find something to do. It may just yeah. me be going, love is blind, y'all. Boy, your voice is going away. Yeah. Help. You're always seeing the glass half full. Y'all, we've, if you've mm. been with us, figuring out this motherfucking <laughs> Discord We're thing. We're dealing with Discord has right now. Destroyed it has put me in Discord. I, it, that is, maybe that's why mm-hmm. it's called. Anyway, y'all, we're not using Discord anymore. Fuck it. We're using Crowdcast. We're using Crowdcast, which is a better word, I believe. It's through your Patreon. Crowdcast. It's directly through your Patreon. You'll get an email from Crowdcast with the link Crowdcast. of the show. Crowdcast. Uh, for Friday, so you can be part of the live chat. And we're going to see how that goes. Because it makes you feel like you're part of the crowd. Crowdcast. Not Discord, which sows bad things. I'm... Discord can suck they my They can hole. suck my dick, and it's not even pleasant. Oh, and we canceled it, and then we told them not to cancel it. <laughs> just, and now I've got to email them again and say, cancel it. <laughs> true. Y'all, we've pissed off Discord. They're hey, like, God, I hate fucking queers. Hey, Siri, remind me in one hour, cancel Discord. <laughs> just a moment. Okay, your reminder is set for tonight. <laughs> Thank you, It's like, Siri. really? Again, bitch? Siri knew to listen to me that time. Y'all. Let's talk about love is blind. You're either angry at us right now, or you're thrilled that we got you in this fucking show. I, I like it how someone put on their Facebook on the, in the Sissy Squad saying, well, guess my children aren't going to have clean clothes this week. <laughs> clean underwear this week. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. And someone just said, I sat in my bathtub for five hours and watched this. <laughs> I was like, I bet your skin is is wrinkled. It is so addictive. It is addictive. Let's jump in. We're going to. And it's not the host, (laughs) y'all. Let's just say this right away. Nick Lachey didn't even show up for this one. No. He let uh, his hologram of his wife do it. It's true. She just like wiggled her her synergy. She's, uh-huh. You know what? She's not even as entertaining as Joe. No. 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 So, y'all, we are now in Cancun. Cancun. The place where a lot of babies are made and then Plan B. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> I mean, they must have a whole separate stock there. Well, pharmacies are pharmacias are free there. Oh, that's true. So you just walk right in to Canadian or to Plan Bay. Yeah, to Cancun Rite Aid. Mm-hmm. To Cancun Rite Aid. Rita Aide. Rita Aide. Rita Aide. I don't know. Como se dice Rite Aid in Spanish? <laughs> Let me know. I like that. Um, one time we were talking about something in French, and they're like, Matt, como se dice not French? he'll never be able to do and it. I was like, it's oh, como dis donc. Yeah, how do I say? Nope. I'll never remember that. Do it. Anyway. Let's talk about should we talk about our first Kenny and Kelly. Kenny and Kelly. Um, y'all, I like both of these two, but the problem I is do. here, they're kinda like when you decide to order oatmeal at a restaurant. It's gonna be kind of what you expect. <laughs> it's not a nice dir- or like when you go to Starbucks and you need to get one of their sandwiches. You're not looking forward to it. Unless, You're kind of like, okay. Unless you get that southern chicken biscuit. They're, chicken they're always biscuit. fucking out of them when I get there. Boy, order it a lot, do you? No, they never They never have them. I've never had mm-hmm. one. They were out twice. For or, me too. There we go. And or you've had like, one. I've gotten you one. Oh, that's true. Kind of like Seattle's best coffee. It's not the best. It's not the best. It'll do the trick. It'll do the trick. You know what? I kind of agree with you. However... Kenny is starting to get hot to me. He is a little bit. He is getting hotter and hotter. He's, 
he's not a smart man. Oh, I don't <laughs> think he's an idiot. No, I don't think he is either. But like, there's nothing about him that's interesting. Y'all, I like Kelly a lot more though. Their storyline is because they keep talking about it. They like to kiss. Uh, I've never heard anybody talk about kissing so much and, in my life. And Kenny's a ten. He's a. I'm in a fifteen. <laughs> I'm in a twenty. <laughs> you know what? Which is true. Which we've said before. Y'all know what that means. He's munching on the Putin nanny. Yeah, he loves to go downtown for oh. lunch, breakfast, downtown, and dinner. Downtown, everything brighter than downtown. Much of my vagina downtown. You're gonna make me come back. You found the clit. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> exactly. So he's good down there. Later on, he's got Kenny's wearing this macrame choker. That I can only imagine just to hide the mics they're having to wear. So at first I commented oh, on it and I, so awful. and I got really upset about it. And yeah. then I noticed every other guy All was the wearing guy had one. Them. So like, it is for the this mics. Would you get that at Hollister in 2005? You know what? Some PA found that and said, Mr. Producer, this is going to be a bit of a really cute thing. I don't know why they talk Did like Did the producer really- <laughs> walk out of 1940? <laughs> it's true. I like these pooks. Hello, show. Mr. Producer. Is this going to work? Can <laughs> we put this on? This the- is going to work. And the, P- the producer. And the producer said, eh, let the kid have this one. Because <laughs> he apparently still baby, on set. Apparently Baby, baby Rose, Rose is the is producer. The producer. <laughs> baby Rose was a producer. Got let the kid three have ways it. till Sunday. This kid, this lady hasn't even fucked yet. Boy, in my day, all these bachelors would have fucked <laughs> me. Even the gay one, he would have <laughs> fucked me too. Because I'm that good. And I got milk for days. Uh, I, so y'all, there. And if you're new to our Patreon, by the way, <laughs> Baby Rose is Lenny's Larry's dog, do- Larry's, Larry's dog from season yeah, one of Baby Before Rose the Naughty Days. Larry's dog. Larry's dog, we my dog, that, Baby we Rose. We did that, that's a couple of seasons ago from, uh, uh, Before the Nineties season one with Larry. I hope that Florida. Jenny likes Baby Rose. Who would ever know, because her face just stays in the same frozen, <laughs> angry state. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. Baby Rose. I hate you. So the shit they both actually said the physical attraction exceeded emotional. That means they want to fuck. So that means they're from like a a good solid five to about a seven. <laughs> it's true. And and Kelly, like oatmeal with uh, cinnamon in it. Cinnamon in it. Maybe some raisins. And Kelly yeah. says she they just want to hold on to each other and give sweet kisses. And I kind of think. That's what I would want to do, too. I don't know if I'd want to jump into sex. And then I thought, wait, if I would want to do that. Bullshit. Poodle, what would you want? What would you do? Uh, You wait until, first of all, you wait until the door is shut. Then you probably have dinner. Or you do what I sometimes do on some dates I have. You fuck before dinner. And then you don't have to, you can get it out of your system. Then if you really like it, you go have, you go have sex afterwards. That's what I do. You're a whore. <laughs> That's what you do. You're um, a you're a Gigi. You just get I, it, I, y'all. I I feel the mo. I feel to have the biggest soft spot for Gigi, even though she's lightning bolt crazy. Because <laughs> you feel seen. I do feel seen. That kind of is you when you were in your twenties. You it were kind of crazy in your twenties. I would like jump on a fire hydrant. Were we recording? Um, we are recording. Okay. Uh, so y'all. So uh, they are. Then they start kind of taking a sex shower near the end. Uh huh. Um, and then this interesting um song plays that's basically like 
found my angel. I found my angel. I found my angel. Cause you're my angel. You're my angel. And um, I spotified that. Oh yeah. Um, and that's by it's a it's a four piece outfit out of strangely enough Guadalajara. Really? Um, they love pop music. Uh, it's four teenage boys, mm-hmm. and they go by the name of um. Uh, Lana Lana Del Gay. <laughs> Lana Del Gay. Yes, yes, that mm-hmm. makes sense. <laughs> Which translated into English is Angel. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. That makes Lana, Lana Del, Del Gay. <laughs> She's going to take over the market soon, y'all. Soon they are. Um, <clears throat> they anyway. went to the beach. And they had mic packs on in the water, and it really made me nervous. Well, you know, I'm always Those amazed by that. Those are not waterproof, that. are they? They should just ma- take them off. They really should it. just take them off. Um. So if he's the best kisser that he ever had, I wonder if he's a trumpet player. Because for y'all out there, have you ever made out with a trumpet player? No, I have not. You know what? They're mostly I- jerks. I haven't either, but I've heard they're amazing kissers. They're mostly jerks, people-wise. Yep. You know, that's true. I knew they're a couple of They're full of, of themselves. Yep. But, y'all, let us know if you had a trumpet player kiss you and go down it's, on how, you. How was that lip action? How was that tongue? <laughs> Double tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, y'all, I'm I'm good to move on to our next couple. Uh, next I just want to say one thing, and I actually thought this was sweet. I think they're a sweet couple. Kenny said bending down to kiss her is a constant reminder that he needs to stretch. Oh, that's kind of a weird thing to say. But I'm not going to say they're not sweet. I'm just saying it's like oatmeal. It There's really not going to be anything dramatic. Yeah, yeah. Um, now... I didn't really have a lot about... So basically, y'all, what we're going to do, we're going to talk about the couples, kind of the beginning, and then later when they all get together, we'll What talk I call about, the beach orgy. Yeah, the beach orgy. Then we'll talk about everybody then. Um, let's talk about Amber and Barnett. Um, no, I don't have a lot right now. Uh, these two people, uh, first of all, they're annoying as fuck. As And um, they... Uh, they would basically both of them would be labeled biggest flirts of In their the high school class. Yeah, thing. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That would be both of them. Yeah. Uh, as someone pointed out in the Stacy Squad, uh, I got most talkative. No shit. And I also got this was in middle school when we did it. It's weird to have middle school superlatives. We did it for the newspaper. I got most. Talk- oh, I got biggest gossip. Yeah, and no then, shit. And then five pe- five straight guys wrote in biggest fag. <laughs> Stop. They did because I'm the and they knew I was the one counting the votes. Oh my god. I know. Oh. You know what? But one of those was uh, a guy named uh, uh, Richard Vertries, who's the hottest person in from my he high wrote school. Biggest fag. And you know what? He apologized to me later. He said, oh. "I'm so sorry." And then I said, "Can I suck your dick?" And he said. Back. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but no, he did apologize to me. And so I thought it was very sweet. Um So you know, Amber says that she wants a prenup that she says that she wants to have sex every day. That doesn't exist. <laughs> Although 
I feel like I'd ask for it. I just say I feel like you would ask for that. Actually, you know what? If I'm married, I'd just rather have sex outside the marriage. <laughs> wow. wow. I know what I'm getting inside the marriage. I can get it anytime I want. I don't know if I'd have want to have sex every day only because I like to keep my poop inside my body. <laughs> it's different when you're gay, y'all. You don't want to have sex. Sometimes you don't want to have sex every day. Sometimes you just want to jerk off together or like. Or just hold each other and look in each other's eyes and talk about your love. Mm, nah. <laughs> no, I need to get some kind of friction down. <laughs> I'm done to get the friction on. Have you ever cried with someone with having sex? No. Have you ever had someone cry with you? Yes, actually. <laughs> <laughs> is it somebody I know? It was really uncomfortable. Is it someone I know? No. No. Is it was it a hookup or someone you were dating? Someone I was dating. Oh. You know what? You I think you do know them. Uh, were you did you were you upset by the amount of feelings that came out? Or not upset, but uh, just like, I was kinda, kinda weird to me. I was kind of weirded out by it. Because we'd only been seeing each other for a little bit of time. But it wasn't like a like a weird emotional cry. It was like, sorry, sometimes this happens. Wow, um, I'm a little jealous they're that in touch with their feelings. I'm too no, t- I'm just I'm, that good. I'm too no, listen, I'm just that good. <sighs> I'm glad you made it about you. That's why they come back. It's like that Monopoly game at McDonald's, y'all. But this time someone actually wins the billions. You know what? They said what that new <laughs> HBO documentary is about? Yes, that's why I'm talking about something. God. No, I feel it. Is it that nobody ever wins? Yes. Really? Yes. We're not here to talk about topical things. Ooh, that's a podcast, though. I just Make made it millions. about sex with me, and you want to get off the other subject. Sorry, you said McDonald's, and I'm just thinking of French fries now. Anyway, I'm a good lay. Um, um, well, so, <laughs> y'all, they have, speaking of good lays, Amber Barnett are having a picnic on the beach. Um, Yeah, I'd like to get just walk back a little bit. Oh, sure. Our sissy squad pointed out that, and I haven't talked about this yet, mostly because I was letting it roll around in my head like a marble, um, that I need... Um, I haven't named Barnett's nose mole. Um, oh. And I have decided to call it, with much deliberation, Spud. <laughs> It's like kind of just kind of sitting there. Because it's, it's not, a little one. It's not that obtrusive, y'all. It's by no means definitely no Huey, Dewey, or Louie. Mm-hmm. And definitely no Garfield. Mm-hmm. But it's just kind of sitting there. It's white. Kind of unobtrusive. It's like a best friend. Mm. Um, Yeah, they're having a picnic. Well, that's, that's it. Oh, it doesn't say anything? Uh, It's going to talk later, but thank you for putting me on the spot. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know you brought it up, so I didn't know. I'm just saying I named it. Oh, so it's got So feelings. I can preface it for later. Okay. That's good. I like it. I, don't you, do, y'all, no, don't you I was, love being like I, micromanaged on what to do? I wasn't micromanaged, you know, I just didn't know. I didn't know. Anyway, can I talk? Only, <sighs> only, if you're like Jesse and Darcy. You know what? Can I go on? This is annoying, but at the same time, it's better than the conversation between <laughs> fucking Barnett and Amber. Thing. This was the worst, conver- like, small talk. <sighs> The worst small oh, talk. That's what. Yeah, like uh, yeah, that, that's got cheese in it, so it's not vegan. Oh, uh, what is what is vegan, vegan? again? Is Ve- that when they like have like they don't eat like food? Food? It's a like, well, no, that, like no, it's like when the no one what's what's it called? So many vegetables. Well, they don't eat plants. Well, if you don't eat plants, then what, what do you eat? eat? Silence for five seconds. Just hear the waves. And the barn is like 
I guess they like photosynthesize. I guess. Which is a word a PA told him. Oh man, it's raining. You know what that means? Five seconds of Five silence. seconds. She's like, what? They're the worst couple, y'all. I hate her a lot. I don't necessarily hate him because there's nothing really to hate. He's just nothing. You know, I actually dislike him more than her. Oh, really? Because. I don't think there's anything there. Um, there's nothing there, but also Amber at least has a backbone. And that's debatable. I'll I'll go head to head with you there. Well, you've seen more episodes, so maybe. But yeah. The, but the fact of that, it's fake to me. With maybe it is fake. That's probably true. Um, but I actually feel like, and we'll talk about this later. But I actually think Barnett and Jessica are the perfect couple for one another. Um, They're both terrible. Neither shady of them people. need to be with anyone. I kind of right think now. they should only be with themselves, so they don't get onto anybody good. Yeah, so like you like quarantine the most diseased people. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, she's awful. I just hate how she like dies laughing at everything he says. That's stupid. Stupid. Like stupid. I think this is why I don't like her the most. I think everything we're seeing is an act because I think she's and I have seen more episodes than you. She's been very wronged. In oh yeah earlier in life she t- totally is not the whole com- like abortion story she's not comfortable in her own skin yeah she can't be herself and but I have more empathy for her m- me than- too but she's obnoxious she but it's more empathy for her rather than <sighs> with Jessica I'm like I just want to throw you in the ocean yeah and Barnett I don't even feel like there's that much there so that's why I can't you know when someone doesn't put up enough to fight you. I think what bothers me about Barnett and Jessica is that they're, I mean, Amber is kind of manipulative, but she's not as, but they're both, I think Jessica's devious. You know. But we'll see. Everything is coming from a weird, fearful place. Yeah. Um, I think it's all coming from that weird, like Jessica lives every night like she's the last girl at the bar. Yes. Like Mm -hmm. she's deciding who she's going to get. Yes. Now that said, been there. <laughs> yes. Now that said, uh, I, sidewalk sale. I'd suck on Barnett's balls all night if he let me. I'd beg him, please. Oh, he's not. Doesn't have a nice dick, and I think he's such a he's such an idiot. Although there is something sexy about him. I'm not gonna lie to so you. So you wouldn't have sex with him? Oh, I would. Okay. Totally. Just making sure we're. I'd fuck every single guy on the show. It's just true. so we're clear. Just so actually, except for Carlton. You know what? I wouldn't fuck him either. And then I would fuck him. <laughs> somebody, yeah. Somebody just put, also, he, they did a meme. He was an assistant on another oh, reality show. Oh, yeah. I was going to talk about it. But, uh, well, we'll talk and about it. he was really sassy. When we, and he I'm acted like, out the gay assistant really well. Wow. Well, let's jump into, let's jump into I don't other think people. I could ever play a gay assistant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Should we go to Damien and Gigi? I want to audition for Gay Assistant. Did you know that? For a reality show? Shocking. They brought me in for Leanne Rimes and Eddie Cibrian's reality mm. show for their Gay Assistant. And they, and they went, mm, too gay. No, they wanted bitchy gay. And I said, that's not me. I said, but I know this bitch. <laughs> that's perfect. I gave him your email. I guess they never called. I did. <laughs> you made me. You could have <laughs> given me a good recommendation. I could have been famous. I tried. Oh, well. You know, because that reality show went on forever. It did. Several weeks. Weeks, yes. <laughs> that. Y'all, let's talk about Poodle Spirit Animal and the guy who fucks like a racehorse or more kind of like a like a 
like a Clydesdale. <laughs> Don't you think? Damien? Yeah. He doesn't, no, here's the thing. He doesn't fuck that well. I'm, I'm not saying he's good. He has a huge dick. Are you hiccuping? hiccuping but like a Clydesdale. Damien and Gigi. Um, Gigi's my spirit. I animal. like that you get offended when I have one hiccup and you <laughs> burp repeatedly. So I've never done that. Clamp your mouth. Um, Gigi, she's exhausted. She <laughs> she's waking up in bed. She's got that freshly fucked glow. Um, y'all, she basically said I tore his clothes off last night. She did. She's got a little <laughs> gravelly, gravelly voice. She did. And I went. Gigi freaky deaky y'all. She that's a lot of words. Gigi freaky deaky y'all. Gigi freaky really. Gigi is Jake at twenty two. She needs a guy to throw her around a little bit. She's not happy unless she's kind of. Uh, it's like risky sex. She likes one. Once she wants a guy to choke her a little. Yeah, Just she kind of wants that. A little bit of asphyxiation. Um, it was really hot when Damien picks her up out of the bed. Yeah, but. Lord lift us up where we belong. Love, not Lord. Oh. It's not a religious song. Oh, it's not. <laughs> so I thought that's what Baptists sang in church. Love lift us up, not Lord lift us up. I thought Baptists Lord sang, lift us up where we. Why would you? Why would you pray to the Lord to lift us up where we belong, where the eagles fly like on a mountain to, high? You're going to where the clear winds blow. The heavens. On a mountain no snow. It's heaven. But, oh, God, I hate you. <laughs> that makes I'm no just sense. Uh, anyway, so y'all, um, so basically we saw last time, uh, Gigi's like, I don't want dessert. I'm dessert. Again. <clears throat> and so yeah. she like throws on the bed, and you know she's like saying, Harder! Harder! <laughs> oh, I don't think she did that. I bet she's a moaner. I bet she was like, maybe. Uh, 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 oh, Damien, fuck me, Damien. But she wants him to do everything. She needs him to have it in her in in his head what he wants and to Damien do. Damien was just like, <laughs> he's a he's a. I wrote down Damien's a simple man. He is a simple man. It's not man. that he's dumb. He's just a simple guy. Yes, and if she is fine with that, she will have a wonderful life with him. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I don't either. That's why I was being a little facetious with that. Um, there's a great song that happens when um, we're, we're transitioning because uh, she wants to get massages. Yes. Um, and the thing is, y'all, never get go to go to massage school or have someone massage you, I, like your partner. I had a problem with It's never going to be good. Y'all, come at us if you think couples massages are stupid. Y'all, couples massages are foreplay. They're just taking your money There's, so they don't have to rub you down good. There is nothing therapeutic no, about a couples massage. It is not helpful. It is foreplay. I want... I want, when I get a massage, I want a woman named Jan. With or, her knee in my back. Or a man named Tristan just like walking all over me. And y'all, here's the thing. I'm fine with like, kind of like getting freaky deaky, like for foreplay reasons. Uh-huh. It's not a massage though. You're rubbing their back so they can turn you over and start making out with you. Yeah, Poodle and I have pain. We need someone to like work pain, our muscles. Effie. I got pain, Effie. Um, so there's a great song we're transitioning to that's like, only one who's standing there is you. Only one who's standing there is you. And, um, 
That is by. Um, I didn't pay attention to the music as much as. Oh, mine. I did, and that's by a little-known uh, singer, female singer-songwriter from Flagstaff, Arizona, um, named um, uh, Val Valtrex. 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 V a l like Valerie, short for Val. Uh-huh. Valtrex. T r e k s. Because she's always on always the road. On the go. Mm-hmm. Val tracks. Val tracks. She's always on the She's move. She's always y'all. on the move, y'all. No breakouts there. No though. breakouts there, at all. <laughs> anyway, screw couple massage. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but. That all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with their ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of me undies, great new underwear, which makes my um important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft. And the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. Sissies, we've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of MeUndies? It's on MeUndies! Sissies! 
Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners. We know you get tired of waiting. Reality Gaze is coming to you. So no more complaining. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Let's talk about, again, the difference of a stupid conversation of Barnett and What's-Her-Hoober compared to, like, Cameron and Lauren, who are a little barfy in love. I love them, though. But they actually have, like, meaningful conversations. And it's stuff that they're making progress. Yes. Yeah. Along their way. When Cameron said, it's like waking up from a dream to a dream. Oh. Oh. God, I love him, y'all. I dreamed a dream when time's gone by. That's a sad song. That's a sad song. No one realizes. What's the last thing of that? 
Now life has <laughs> killed the dream. I dreamed. Y'all, if you saw Susan Boyle do that on America's Got Talent and you stood up and screamed and cried, know she was singing a song about being a whore and getting bored out. <laughs> Like, she didn't have a vagina left. She didn't. That's what the whole song was about. Like, it's just a big gaping hole. Yeah. Don't touch me. Leave me alone. <laughs> anyway. Okay. There are still some crab claws left from the last person who was in there. You know what? My brother, when he used to, like, fight with me, that's what I would say. I'd, as a little kid, I'd say, don't touch me. Leave me alone. And my brother's like, what are you doing? Sometimes I would just do such gay stuff, he wouldn't know what to do. Y'all, I wish there was a cam on me right now. My yeah, face just is go just in like... your bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> and we can hook it up. Poodles Poodles um screen name on Chatterbait is <laughs> is Y A Y A Y A R A A A A A Capital W. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you can find him on Chatterbait. And the, the, cam, the camera is on my ceiling fan, so it's a consistent chandelier consistent scream. chandelier. <laughs> anyway, y'all. Um, so, um, I, I think he's so handsome. He, he is says, handsome. I love your bonnet to her when they're waking up. Mm-hmm. And she's like, my beret. It takes a lot for a white man to say that to a black girl, to, I love your, like, hair wrap. Well, he better get used to it. I know. I just love it. It's just, um, I'd also like to say my first problem I've had with him, and that's saying something, Mm -hmm. he is consistently touching her, like the small of her back. He can't, like, not stop touching her. And maybe that's just something he does. For me, it's a little triggering, and I know for some women, it's kind of like he's shoving you somewhere. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's just him wanting to touch her. Yeah, I don't that's feel what I think like. Too. Yeah, he's that kind of a guy. But it would, it would be triggering for me. He's not that type of guy. Like, because he said, "I'm not going to talk about if we had sex or not." Right. And then I love. This is why they balance each other. And Lauren's like, "We did it. <laughs> we did it real good, y'all." She's like, there was a lot of Netflix and chilling. If you know what chilling. I mean. Lot of chilling. I mean, he was like, "Go, go, 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 go." I mean, we were watching some like Skinamax shit <laughs> up in there. Um, Someone fell on cheer, and I didn't even notice because <laughs> I was getting it from behind. And here's the thing: if you haven't watched, if you if you haven't watched The Usual Suspects, I don't even know what happened. Someone told me it was Kaiser Sose was Kevin Spacey. I don't even know. Who knew? But because I, I was getting a fuck. Exactly. <laughs> They go on a cute walk. She missed on the end. They missed the she end did. of the usual suspects. Um, they go on a walk. Cameron wants to make sure their lives are taken care of. Oh, that is sexy I'm to me. Y'all, when you're forties and a man says he wants to like make sure y'all have a good four hundred one k, I would follow Cameron everywhere. I mean, that is sexy talk, y'all. If you if you if we're on a date and you mention the word Roth IRA, goosh. <laughs> Okay, I'm at that age. Or uh, refinance my house. Ooh. <laughs> Are you telling me that you have like great uh, dependent health insurance? Oh. I'm in. Oh, What if you didn't have to pay even, your own health insurance? Or even insurance? better, the, my favorite magic words, double indemnity life insurance. Yeah. <laughs> 
is Poodle's favorite word. Oh, he is sexy. They talk a little bit about their accidental wedding. Accidental death. They do. Accidental death. And um, they talk about meeting the parents. I I agree. And she talks about that she's kind of worried about her dad, what he's going to think, because she knows her dad wants her to date inside her race. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to talk about how she keeps talking about this, and I think he picks it up from her. She's like, it's like the whole Bonnie and Clyde thing. Let's, she even says, without the shooting, let's even go before that, if you know the movie of Blunt, Bunny and Clyde, or the just the reality. They were criminals. <laughs> they were criminals. And he was super almost abusive to her at the same time. She was not old, y'all. Like Bonnie, she was younger. Yeah, Bonnie Parker was basically taken by Clyde Barrow, and when she was like a teenager. So let's stop saying all comparisons Let's to not romanticize things that are not. It did not turn out well, and it never really was good. No. So they robbed people, yes. Yeah. There was not really any success. Yes, they probably fucked like two rabbits. So maybe Bar- Bar- Barrett, Barnett, and Amber could say they would be going to They are Bonnie They're and Clyde. Bonnie and Clyde, but who cares? They would totally rob banks. They would. Anyway, they talk about kids, and he says that thing at the end where he's like, you know, I'm aware that our kids would be considered black. So, and I will say, this is, this is it's not that I, I'm like bowled over by a white person realizing this. This is someone who's from Maine, y'all, who has met this woman how many days ago? And he's Two thinking about ago. kids. What a lovely day for a clam bake. He is white, 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 white. <laughs> From Maine. That was a real nice clam bake. <laughs> clam bake, y'all. Just FYI, clam bake is another a, a, a name for vagina. It <laughs> maybe <laughs> that's what they tell me. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think. You know what? Let's talk about another couple who's going to make it. Oh wait, we don't have another one. So let's talk about <laughs> Jessica and Mark. <laughs> Jessica okay. and Mark. Mark is kind of my heart because he's such a clueless moron. You know what? That's perfect. I was he about to say. He doesn't get it. I was going to ask you, is he dumb? And he's not dumb. He's clueless. He's, he's clueless. naive. He's he, young. He's 20. This is a problem with 24. Year of the is, whore. He is. I got it done. Man. He is reading everything. He doesn't know how to discern the signals behind the signals that she's he giving him. Because when he said. I'm shocked how comfortable he said. I mean, we're honestly the same person. You're Glenn. not. You're not. You at don't touch all. your hair about every five seconds. Um, and God damn, it bothers me every time she fucking is doing. She's touching her fucking hair. It's just the way she says. You don't snore and you don't sweat. Those are my pet peeves. <laughs> I said that she gave him an evaluation. She did the next morning, where it's just like you don't sweat, you don't snore. You could be. I think I could be in the cuddle zone. I'm getting used to the the flesh, and she's get, and I'm getting used to that. I'm telling you, she's gonna delay sex, y'all, forever for as long, long as she can. Because she has huge intimacy issues, and huge. She only wants to fuck fuck boys. She does. And guess who's the biggest fuck boy on the show? Barnett. And that's what she was drawn towards. And you know what? It really goes down to it I doesn't she, take an expert. Y'all. I bet she feels like shit about herself. She so does. For someone like Mike to actually be present and want to be with Mark, her, you cannot <laughs> call him. <sighs> I even wrote it down right this time. 
It's Mike in my head. It's too late. It's too he late. He doesn't even look like a Mike to me. He doesn't at all. Anyway. I just drink my drink, y'all. He just drinks. But she's never going to be able to take what Mark can give her. No. She cannot accept that at all. Because I'm 34. And you're 24. And it's so, again, it's so the way, if you know. My voice is kind of perfect for her right now. I'm straight. The way she describes everything, she never says, Mark, this is what I want from you. No. She always says, like, in a relationship, I'm looking for a guy. Like, she's talking about yeah. as if she's still it's looking like she's at. she's out a profile. But as she's still looking at other guys. Yep. Like, she's, she is, she does give Tania a run for her money. And the thing is, she would ride Barnett. Like a fucking pommel horse. Oh. In a second. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the thing with his whole like enemy. She would fuck him like, and then she's act like, weird. She would. And like she's worried about like she's like, I the intimacy thing. Yeah. Uh, with her baby voice. Um so he's like he also needs to not shave his chest because I think he's so cute. He just needs to let that grow. Okay. Like pet like Cameron, y'all. Even though Cameron shaves his happy trail, which is weird. Yeah, it's a little like weird. his pecs are fine. It's fine. It's a lot. Um, so they go to the beach. They go to the beach to have lunch. Um, Mark tells the riveting story of when he was at the ocean, <laughs> and the wave caught him, and he thought he was going to die. I'm sorry, I didn't want to wake you up, Rhino. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I was sleeping. Um, it was boring. And he says. And then I realized if I could survive a small wave hitting me, I could survive everything. And Jessica's like, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's That's the type of guy I need. A guy who's willing to like. Again, talking about some fantasy guy out there. And the thing is, too. He's like, you're all I've ever wanted. I want to say one thing for people out there. Confrontation is not a bad word. No. To be confrontational with someone, and this isn't even even in an aggressive way, confrontation sometimes is this idea of just standing up for yourself and confronting the situation. And she doesn't do to that at realistic, all. To be realistic, yeah. Yeah, to be realistic. Yeah. Um, she, uh, she also says, you know what I'm really worried about? Already worried about his parents. I'm worried about your mom. Like, that's way down the road. Way down Actually, the road. Actually, with this process, it's like tomorrow. Um, <laughs> and then she, the thing that surprised me that I was like, oh, th- that was a little like, well, this is new information, is that, did you know she's 34? <laughs> I was like, what? Please. Y'all, the number 34 may have been said at least 56 times. She's in the a last four episodes. wretched person. Um, I will say one more thing that Mark says and it was one of the funniest things I've ever heard. He's like, no, you don't get it. My mom loves whoever I'm in love with. That's a lie. Oh, <laughs> oh Mark. You know, it's... You it, really it, are just... Maybe he's just controlled by all women. You don't know who your mom is if you think she's going to love your woman. Yeah. I grew up with a woman uh, in my life, my mother... Um, who tried her best to love every girl her her son brought home. Not me, my brother. Mm. She the most she can do right now is passive indifference. <laughs> That's about right. 
She loves my current sister-in-law, but she hates her too. At the same time, it's it's never going to work that way. It's a blessing that you're gay. I know, I know. If you ever brought home a girl, yep. especially because you're her favorite. Oh, she'd hate everybody. She would destroy her. Oh, yeah, she would. She's Mother Poodle is not one to uh, mince words about how she likes uh, her son's girlfriends. That's the truth. Yeah. I like that thing. Anyway, that's all I got about those two. All right, let's talk about the shit show. Um, <clears throat> oh. You know what? I have the to big say, dramatic. Uh, I liked her. I think she's a good person. Man, I feel sorry for Diamond. She just got fucked. Me too. And I kind of want to talk to you about this, about what you think when someone should say, yeah, I fucked around with other genders. Or or should it be put that way even? Because um, this is something to talk about, you know. So they basically imploded in the last episode. Yeah, they basically imploded. And a lot of it just boils down to one thing is that Carlton didn't listen to her at all. No. He completely talked over her yep. and anything. He was way defensive. Everything he said. And it goes back to. And he, y'all, don't get us wrong. He's the villain here. Oh. Completely. I think Carlton. She was reasonable. I actually like Jessica more than I like Carlton. Wow. I think Carlton's a piece of shit. Damaged um, person that needs to get away from people. I and think figure he's out a reality life. TV fuckboy, and I think he's also yeah, he a just wants to be huge on narcissist. Yeah. He was on. We said this before. He was on the Real Housewives of Atlanta as a bitchy. I'm not. We're not saying he was gay, but he was really picking up some of what we could call. He gay played mannerisms. an assistant to a housewife. <laughs> you're fucking gay. I'm sorry. It's you're true. fucking gay. And Carlton, if you're listening to this, he got really a, sassy with her. Be a nicer person. Oh, he's not because he doesn't pay for a Patreon. Um, but anyway, <laughs> fucking. Uh, so anyway, but she the next day he's like, "Hola," like, like yeah, the way it works, like everything's fine. So they're kind of like fighting, and she's like, "Yeah, you just made me feel like blah blah blah." She's like, "I mean, be bisexual." As soon as she said that word, yep. the B word, he lost it. That's where he's like, "What? I'm living my truth, y'all." Surprise. I want everybody to live your truth. Living your truth does not give you license or mean that you fuck over other people and treat them yeah, like shit. And here's here's that's not living your truth. That's living your fucking lie. Ironically, yeah. And the thing about it is, I feel like something is like your sexuality to describe that. And he may not think that's part of his sexuality. He may only see that as part of his past, which is I think the big deal. He he may see. Him dating guys as something he's done, not who he is, mm-hmm. which is kind of the issue here. And just like when he says, oh, I, I go with hearts, he's still, even if you think that, just for like sexual health reasons, you yeah. should you should say things like that. Well, and also, he totally, not- he totally lied when she said, why didn't you tell me sooner? And he said... Any girl I've ever dated has never had oh, a problem with it. Oh, that was it. the worst gaslighting I'm like, ever. I'm like, that's a 100% yeah. Basically, lie. he was making her feel crazy. Yes, and, that's and the Diamond was not crazy at all. Um, and she was talking to him like really calm. It's like, you're the only girl who's ever had a problem. I think that it's, again, it's hard to answer your initial question of when he should have told her because it goes back, and I said this before. This process is weird too. Because it's the intention that he has with it, that he's so shameful about it. That's his, he's so fucked up about it. So in a normal context, I actually feel like, it's like 
sexuality shouldn't be a big deal to people, but it still is in this construct. It still is in this day and age. And meaning, like, if I was dating a guy, I don't know if I would need to know, like, the well, first this? date. But I would want to probably know within, like, by the... I think I would want to know by, like, maybe the first month of starting to date somebody that they tell me a little bit, especially if we're going to have sex. If you've been with girls. Tell me just, like, Their what you're attracted history. to. Yeah, and I think that's just... But this show is sped up. Yes. So, so me- meaning, like, second meeting... It should have been. This is what we talk about. Maybe yeah. you get to know somebody. You have a second meeting. You said, hey, I really like that conversation. Well, whatever. Yeah. I'm you. I should let you know. But again, it's she was she was dead on the mark. Do you, it wasn't about his... I just I want agree. to clarify. She wasn't upset about his sexuality. She was upset about the way he told it to yep. her and the, the lie. And I feel like, and uh, this may be a generalization, I feel like him going on this show is just a complete tactic to normalize himself to make himself feel normal and part of that is not telling uh her about that because he doesn't think it's important i don't know in a way i think to be honest i think that's a little bit of a too empathetic (laughs) like a too kind of okay no i'll take it i think he's that big of a narcissist Mm. i don't think he even thinks like normalizing i think of more of he feels like not about him, but going on this show and me getting woman, well, not in a normalized. It's this, I'm saying the same thing, but the way people think well, it is, I'm going to show them. I, I'm going to show all I'm, them. I'm more sympathetic to him than you are. I'm going to show all yeah. them how good I am. Now, I will say, as soon as she kind of turns on him, he loses his mind, which yeah. you kind of see. It's scary how aggressive he gets. Um, he called her a bitch. Yeah, um, and, and once then, he said that. She was off. And then he said, this is why I don't deal with bitches like you. And I don't even know what that means. I don't know, but I kind of liked it when she's like, tell him to go slide on some dick. And he basically said she was ignorant and stereotypical, which really bothered me because these are the words that LGBT folks use for other people. Yes. And the fact that he wants to claim that kind of terminology without even saying he's queer or he won't even do that. Oh, it really, really got and to me. And the fact that he said this to a black woman. Oh, yes. Who, it's awful. Who she, y'all, I mean, Jet Poodle and I have said this before. We don't mean this in a political way. You just mean like a real way. Black women are, black women are going to save they're the world. They're going to save us. They're going to save the world and because they have to be such empathetic people and deal with so much shit. And so the fact that he And they're stronger she, than all of us. And the way she approached him was so supportive and kind. I mean, yeah, because a lot of black women just to get a, to pass you guys and to get along in the society have to support people in the way that's supportive and they kind do. first. Yeah. He needs to read the Velvet Rage or some shit. Uh, that'll never happen. He will he's never, never going to admit to it. Um, I, the last thing I want to talk about is so they're done. God, she cries. It. Um, there's a great song that plays near the end uh, of this <laughs> song. Not that one, unfortunately. But no, that I did, did no- play. This one I did notice. Um, this is your bad love is trouble. Your bad love is trouble. Oh, I I had a different song. Oh, really? Yeah, but who's bad this love one was is trouble? Bad love is trouble. The song is called Bad Love. I did a little bit of Spotify. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> it's. 
It's by a band called um, uh, EKG. Oh, okay. Um, which they're from Africa, mm-hmm. and they're big supporters of giraffes. Ah, and they hate elephants. Oh, and they're so you know it's, it's so their thing is elephants kill giraffes. EKG. Oh, so they hate, oh they hate elephants, y'all. Okay, because someone has to. Someone has to. <laughs> someone. <laughs> So they support they the support. murder of all elephants. Good for them. They like so it's like your love is bad for me. Bam, bam. <clears throat> anyway, I noticed at the end of kind of their thing there was this song of uh if it's hurts gonna rain down oh, on yeah. me. Hurts gonna rain down. That was the beginning of the scene. Oh, yes. And then it said Amen, so it be. (laughs) And a lot of people don't know this is the um, the uh, the gospel choir of Saskatchewan, (laughs) which has four members. So um, yeah, also known as the Ruddy Rollers. The Ruddy Rollers, yes, (laughs) directed by the Reverend uh, Marissa Tomei. A lot of people don't know that she does this. Church of Light. Church of Light. And yeah, and um, th- this song is called. Um, it, it you would think it's called Amen. So it's B. So it B. But it's actually called Brahms Lullaby. Exactly. <laughs> but it's spelled Brahms like the ice cream store. B R A U M apostrophe S. Because they which is local they, to Oklahoma and Texas only. They, it's a weird I choice think this for Saskatchewan. I think they probably drove through I thirty five and they they realized Brahms has the best hot fudge shake. It's true. Anyway, um, that's all I've got of those. Diamond, two. I don't think you listen she, to our show. She's not going to come out of this well. She's going to be really hurt. If by it. you do, call us, <clears throat> hang out. I just want to have some gay people that are just nice to you. Yeah, and, and we need to talk you to you. We need to talk to you about how you shouldn't have problems with the LGBT community after this because it, that would make he's me not a representation no. of us. I just, if you were okay to consent, I would hug you. Come on, her you, name is Diamond Jack. You are a beautiful, beautiful queen, and you should she be is. celebrated. And fuck him. Agreed. Put me, um, got me on. Now we move on to the orgy. Oh, yeah. Otherwise known as when everyone drinks and recognizes everybody that they went to the pods with. <sighs> okay, so Vel- Vanessa Lachey comes. Oh, wait, that doesn't matter. In her matter. hologram. So um, uh, they get to meet everybody. Like the first off, Jessica's like, finance here. And she's flipping the fuck out, y'all. She's trying not to flip the fuck out. Right. It's like, you know who does it? It's actually is Poodle. If we're in a public <laughs> setting and he knows he's being watched, I resent but, if, this. but if he sees a really hot guy, <laughs> it's like when some of our shows, sometimes when the shirtless bartender would come out of our theater shows and Poodle didn't know he was coming out, mm-hmm. Jake's eyes just kind of go spindly, kind of <laughs> like when, like when, like when Rudolph, when they get hit on the head. <laughs> On, woo, woo, they just kind of spin woo. around, and he doesn't know what to do. <laughs> Rudolph, the like claymation series, yes. yeah, that's exactly what Jessica was doing. She was like, ah, oh, ah, oh. or the abominable snowman's eyes, yeah, the same thing, yeah, to the same Let thing. Bumble, yeah. Rawr, anyway, um, and Barnett is sitting there drinking from his cup, and the look on his face is just like, fuck. Don't look at the boobs. Don't yep. look at the boobs. Don't look at the boobs. It's bad. Um, it's bad. I want to say one more thing about what uh, uh, Vanessa Lachey told them. So, will you say I do? 
or will you walk away forever? This is the only two options. <laughs> That's all they're going to get. So you have to get married or, or you have to never see them again. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. Yep, that's it. Just making clear. Just making clear. Um, and then they start drinking tequila. And so Amber uh, uh, sees... What is this? I mean, not a lot happens. There's a little oh, bit. Yeah. Damien talks about Amber. She's a lot. And she is. She's a lot. Um, Kenny is like, Gigi... I mean, everybody's pretty cool. Like Kenny says Gigi <laughs> is gorgeous. Damien asks who fucked. Damien asks who fucked. They talk a little bit about that. Every A lot of... Uh, uh, obviously, uh, Mark and Barnett fucked. Or sorry, sorry, boy, that was <laughs> wishful thinking. Now that would be my that would be boy. Barnett and Amber fucked um, because she would have like 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 come out of like species the movie. You, yeah, you know who the winner of this whole group orgy thing was was Lauren because she was calling everybody on. Their she shit. was. She was like, so Mark is smaller. Yeah, like she thought he was taller. She had a couple of glasses of wine. And Barnett, she fucking drug him. Was like, like he's exactly how he was. He's just some to be. frat boy. It's like, if you knew how many large glasses of wine were consumed, that was so over this good. Guy. Um, so Jessica basically says, Brandon is such an attractive guy," and they meet. And I would love to do a Love Is Blind theater oh, for this moment. Sure, um, sure. So this is Jessica coming up to Barnett. Barnett. Okay. Um. Finally. Oh wait. How, okay. How are you? How are you? How are you? Don't look at your tits. Don't look at your tits. Hey. Oh my god. I mean. Hey. Oh, it's been so long. I know. It's, you okay? You okay? It's just it's just so crazy, you know. It's just crazy. And like <laughs> Ah, you're funny. What, you're what so did, funny. What did I say? Uh, I just laugh because it's what I feel like I should do around you. It's just, oh, okay. I mean. So we have such a strong attraction. But I mean, I love you as a person and I wish all the best for you. Yeah. Okay. It was just. I mean, Amber's great. It was just so, so late last night. I'm tired, you know. And I mean, I think we could be best buds now. I think we'd be best buds now. Um, can I touch your tit? I'm drunk. Let's and scene. Y'all, it's not going to work out well. She was like, there's nothing I don't like about you. Nothing. Isn't it awful? I mean, she literally did everything but just and beg Mark to sit is on like, his face. Mark is like just watching it. And Mark, But he finally goes up and kisses her on the cheek like a dog pissing on their property. I respect that. I would do it. Oh, I would too. I tell that, y'all, I'm fully aware that my partner is way hotter than me. And I always put my arm around him so people know, don't come in my house. Really? You seem like you're so, I would, that's, you know what? I think you do do that. I trust him. I don't trust other people. <clears throat> wow. I, I'm telling you. I didn't know you had this in you. Don't come in my house. Y'all think, I'm one of those, you think I'm sweet until you're out of the picture. <laughs> you don't know. Anyway. That's Bonnie Mars rule of life. Keep them closer. <clears throat> that's all I have about these fucking people. That's all I Should have to go to the couples. Yeah, we're gonna do a temperature meter. We're gonna do a temperature meter, and well, let's do straight people be crazy first. Oh, and then let's do a temperature meeting. <clears throat> we should also say too, y'all. I think we kind of talked about this. We took a little bit of a break in between just to figure out some stuff, but 
the, the for sure this live show is going to go up on Crowdcast. So Crowdcast, Crowdcast, not Discord. They're dead to us. They're dead to us. This is directly linked through your Patreon. So I will be sending out an email link to people on Wednesday. Um, it's going to be easy. It's going to be easy. It'll be like a post that you'll see saying this will go you live click on, on the Friday. Link, and it's you fine. Just click on the link. You, and there you go. All right. So straight people be crazy. You know what? I already have mine. Do you okay. have yours? I, you go first. I'll go. You know what? Straight people be crazy. And this doesn't really have anything to do with the show, but I'm just in this space tonight. The people who made Discord are fucking crazy. <laughs> Fuck them. They're very straight. They're very straight. There are no gay people there, I'm sure. Fuck Discord. Uh, That's true. I'd like to say that if there were six gay couples in Cancun <laughs> doesn't matter how mismatched they were Ooh. if there were like condoms in a bucket or even if there weren't mm-hmm. everybody would have gotten fucking busy that night I wanna raise you in the circle <laughs> jerk me broken by you know what? they would have like fucked each other like like it would be, it would be like a 12 group sex orgy there's another rusty trombone <laughs> in the sky lord so in like, the is that an open dick jump on it sky <laughs> so y'all in other words if there were six Gay couples, they all would have fucked each other. All of them. <laughs> all of them. So that's my straight people be crazy. Okay, let's take a temperature check. This is Poodle's idea. And you know what, y'all? I liked it. Thank you for saying what whose idea it was. Oh, I liked it. Okay, so even a blind squirrel finds a nut. No, I like you throwing it out there just to see if people like it or not. Oh, no. Again, your mother ruined you she from did. compliments. Ruined I, me. I actually think this is a great idea. And that's why, and y'all, if y'all don't like it, Shut up. Well, I like it. All right. Let's talk about temperature. Kelly and Kenny, where are they temperature-wise? Uh, they're around like a, a like a like a spring day that's like not really sunny. It's not really? really it's not really hot. It's like overcast, but like you don't wear underwear. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think they are I I feel like they're like a fried egg on a hot porch just simmering underneath. Really? Ready to just burst open with, oh, yo- I feel like they're so with not- yolky goodness. I feel like they're telling themselves they are. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I like this. Okay. What about Amber and Barnett? Uh, They're hot for each other, but they're really just like as basic as like two people shopping at like the rack at Nordstrom. You know what? Before you even said that, I thought they're kind of like a hot summer day, but when you go inside with a Coke Icy into Coles. Yeah, exactly. So I'm with you on that one. Agreed. They're basic. Gigi and Damien, temperature check. You know, they're hot because I don't know if she's going to pull a basic instinct and pull out an ice pick and stab him. (laughs) You never know. And y'all, for me, that's freaky deaky shit, and it might happen. That's like 120 degrees for me. That, they yeah. are they are raging hot. I agree. I, I my image. I, they're they're like a hot summer day when you're sitting on meadow bleachers at a baseball game <laughs> and you're sitting in right field and someone who's left handed's up to bat because you know mm. that foul ball foul ball might hit you. Yep. Wow. I just used a sports analogy. I know, I'm kind of grossed out. What by happened, it. Cameron and Lorne? They're 
they are like a good, comfortable 83 degree day. It's hot enough with the sun on your shoulders. Sea breeze. That's what I think. Sea breeze. Cameron starts massaging my shoulders and then he kisses my neck. Okay, moving on. This isn't about. This is Lauren. This is Lauren. Where are we? (laughs) Jesus. Where are we? Cover, put a pillow his, over like, your... like, sweet, like, oh, soft geez. voice just, and his chest hairs on my back. Gotta let him get him out. Let it, just get it out. And then his, slowly, he just puts his dick on the back, my back. Can you put a pillow over your crotch, please? Done. <sighs> Where were we? Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Jessica and Mark. Um, you know that feeling of when you were a kid, you were, like, seven years old, and there was the... And you were a boy, and this bitchy girl said, I want you to be my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And you would go, I would rather stick my dick in a razor blade. Yes. That's where they are. It's not really a temperature. Um, yeah, I meant that it was 30 degrees outside when it oh, happened. Oh, that's part of That's all I need. Yeah. yeah. I agree. You know what? I agree. Inhospitable for life. Yeah. Alaska tundra <clears throat> before global yeah. warming. Yeah. So, like, really frozen underneath. Um, agreed. Agreed. Uh, what about Diamond and Carlton? <laughs> um, nuclear winter. <laughs> just dead. Just, just y'all, dead. the explosion happened, and it's like that movie Snowpiercer. The, we entered a new ice age. <laughs> new ice age. Just dead. <clears throat> and it's just like, dead. the music's like, you give me a bad luck. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if... Every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale. That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Oh, it's the only song left. You know, and you know what? They're going to make a movie called Diamond Gets Her Groove Back. I believe <laughs> it. Should. Diamond, I'm sending prayer warriors up for you I on that I love one. her. I love her, too. Y'all, that's our show. That's our show. That's our show. This is a long one for this yeah. episode. We normally do Patreon props, but we don't do it for these. Not by these. So if you want a Patreon prop, listen to our regular schedule before the 90 Days Patreon episode. And y'all, we'll see you next time. All right. Oh, wait. We almost forgot to say, we call these people oh, Lonely right. Hearts because are we all just Lonely Hearts looking for love? Yes. And if you go to Cancun... Forget your condoms and have to raw dog someone you've just met six days ago. Call Call us. us.